and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what is happening makes no sense this covid stuff makes zero sense so my daughter's uh, homecoming dance they decided that they were going to beat covid by having it outside okay all right that's dangerous to have a homecoming dance outside in mid-october the weather is very up in the air yeah you're rolling the dice there so they, they, they we're going to have it outside. That way no one's going to get COVID because COVID will, will blow away in the wind. And uh, so they go to have it outside. Well, of course, Saturday, the weather's junk. Yeah. So they got to cancel her, uh, her homecoming dance and reschedule it for two weeks from now. Inside. Okay, now we'll just do it inside now. <laughs> so why not? Why didn't you just do it inside to begin with? Yeah, yeah just do it inside. Like, it's just nonsense. So now, like... Stuff and it's a busy weekend. It's Halloween weekend, so like people have stuff planned, and it's like okay, well you're, you're now just now you're just in a nuisance. Yeah, and we are doing things inside. Everybody, I could walk into a restaurant and eat inside with everybody else. I'm sure the teachers uh, and the supervisors, they've gone into restaurants, they've gone into supermarkets, they've done all these things inside. Somebody uh, walked into the nursing home and tiptoed past Joe Biden, woke up Dr. Fauci, <laughs> and he said yesterday. That if you're vaccinated, you can you can now celebrate Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Go ahead, have a great time. Well, we're all wearing masks, so we all can, can't we? Except for that little slit through the face there. So, uh, so yeah, so that's uh, yeah. And then, then they told Dr. Fauci, all right, go go to the go to the uh, adventure room where you can put on your shows. You can watch uh, Knots Landing, sir. <laughs> it really is a shame. I think I have more trust in Joe Rogan than I do Dr. Fauci. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, the guy hosted Fear Factor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody, uh, Monday, brand new work week. We got some free stuff we'll throw at you. Be listening around 7.15 for the ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Uh, we have tickets for Tonic, Better Than Ezra, and Collective Soul. They're coming to Ocean in Atlantic City, so we'll hook you up with that today. Hey, stay right there. We'll take a short break. Come back. We've got headlines for you. Don't go anywhere. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey on Sunday reported another 1,130 COVID-19 cases and five confirmed deaths as the state's seven-day average for new positive tests continues to drop along with the statewide rates of positivity and transmission. The governor, that's Phil Murphy, has noted statewide numbers are improving but still urges people to get vaccinated to prevent another spike as the weather gets colder and the holiday season looms. I like how Christmas is the enemy now. Oh, we hate Christmas? Christmas will kill you with COVID. Santa won't bring you toys. He'll bring you death. Tell you what, though, man. If you don't want your family over... Oh, it's great. Pull, yeah, pull the COVID yeah. thing. Uh, two people, including a Pittsgrove Township School District bus driver, 
are dead after a crash involving an Olivent Elementary school bus Friday evening, according to the New Jersey State Police. It happened on County Road 540 around 4 p.m. Investigators say a Nissan SUV and a Volkswagen sedan were driving westbound as the bus, which carried 19 students at the time, went east. The agency said the Nissan crossed the center lanes and entered the eastbound lane, hitting the bus. Pearl called Hill of Pittsgrove, who was driving the Nissan, died. The school bus driver identified as Denise Powell of Newfield. She died later at the hospital. The third driver is recovering at a local hospital. Two children with non-life-threatening injuries were taken to the hospital. Are there seatbelts on buses? Yes. Oh. A recent Wallet Hub study found New Jersey is the ninth safest state during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Garden State beat out both Pennsylvania and Delaware. The study compared 50 states and D.C. on the rate metrics about vaccination, positive positive trending, hospitalization, death, and transmissions. What if you're in a nursing home? Yeah, that wasn't good. The calculations mm-hmm. are based on data uh, up to October 13th. With that methodology, New Jersey cracked the top 10. Pennsylvania sits at number 19, while Delaware is behind at number 20. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Bills, Titans, that's going to be tonight for Monday Night Football. Sixers, Pelicans will kick off the season Wednesday. Ben Simmons practiced with his teammates on Sunday for the first time since ending his holdout. I mean, and how re- awkward is that? Returning to the Sixers. I mean, uh, the know. players are playing nice and saying, <laughs> yeah, it's not weird. We're all adults. And, you know, once we get on the court, it's all about basketball. And the Flyers kick off their, or no, they kicked off their season over the weekend with a tie. Uh, they. They take on the Kraken tonight. Who are the Kraken? Let's bring that. out the Kraken. Who are the Kraken? What uh, town Seattle's is new team. Seattle Kraken? The Seattle Kraken. Oh. Uh, so Flyers Kraken, that's going to be tonight. Right now, the Flyers sit at 0, zero and one There you go. That's news. That's sports. Sun and clouds today, high up to 63. Clear tonight, overnight low of 44. Tomorrow for your Tuesday, sunny. And a little bit warmer, high up to 67.50 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. I did something yesterday I never thought I'd do. I've been a fan of the New York Giants, and I love this football team. But for the past five or six years, they've just been a terrible, terrible team. And I've, I've heard people say that they've shut games off at halftime. And I'm like, there's no way. It doesn't matter how bad they're getting beat. I'm still going to sit there and just watch my team as depressed as I did am. You, uh, is this a stat that you threw out? A couple weeks ago, over the last five seasons, do they have the worst record in football? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. not a nice stat. Yeah. Well, you remember the picture of them all on the boat with yeah. uh, combat or construction boots and yeah. jeans and no yeah. shirt on on the uh, on the on the bow of a, a yacht. Well, I believe Eli made a great point. He said, "I didn't want to go because I didn't have the clothes to get down there <laughs> yeah. because it looked like it was well, very that warm." Came, if I remember, that came after a win, right? Uh, and all the guys were like celebrating, so they were on a yacht in like Miami. Yeah, yeah, and, and they were most just, NFL experts were like, "Hey, you're still in the middle of a season. What are all you guys doing in Miami partying after a win?" And 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 after that, it's just been downhill. It was five or six games before they had to go to Lambeau Field to play the yeah. Packers in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and it was I guess it was run by uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., who yeah. hasn't done much either. No. That was a worse picture for him because his career kind of nose dove after taking. Yeah, that. Didn't, it didn't look good. You know who does that? Tom Brady. After you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. Looks, that looks okay. You know what's a, yeah, a fun video? A drunk Tom Brady wearing seven rings, throwing the a Lombardi trophy across two yachts. There you go. That's because a boat picture you want. He accomplished something. Sure did. He You're sure coming did. off a win against the Jaguars, and you're celebrating on a, on a yacht. 
No, I have friends too. I mean, you know, I'll text them during the game, and a lot of times I get this. You know, it'll be one play in the first quarter. They're down by like three points. Oh, well, this is over. I'm like, okay, come on, man. You're, just, you're bumming me out. I, I look forward to this. Every, now I knew they weren't going to win yesterday. I get it. But I hear fans say, ah, no, I shut the game off. I was like, that's impossible. I can never just shut the game. I still have interest. doesn't matter what it is. I want to see something go on. Boy, it was so bad yesterday, man. Halftime, I shut everything off downstairs in the basement. I came upstairs and I sat in the living room with my jersey. I didn't even take my jersey off, but I just yeah. sat in a chair. And we And I actually turned the game off of my favorite team. My wife's like, are you watching the game? I was like, no, I turned it off. She's like, you did? I was like, yeah. After years and years of frustration, this I just it, huh? I turned my favorite team off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I may even, not watch another game I'll this year. I'll tell you year. what. Even growing up, the Giants would have down years, but they were never not a contender. It was a competitive They was, were always. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, they they got a couple Super Bowl wins in there in the last, what, 20, 25 years? They were they got, what, three, three Super Bowl wins in yeah. the last 25 years? It was something to watch. Uh, but they've always been there. Right? And, uh, and yeah, this is the worst I think I've ever seen him in my lifetime. Yeah, I mean, this is five years. And, like, listen, I'm a, I'm a diehard fan. Like, like I, I, it, bother, it ruins the rest of my day. Yesterday I said, I'm not going to let it ruin my day. I turned it off at halftime. And I just sat in a chair and I watched the Kansas City Chiefs because I had money on the Chiefs. I'm like, you know what? Now Maybe I'm not a fan now of the New York Giants. Maybe I'm just a fan yeah. of a football team that's going to win me Do you want to join me in being a Jaguars fan? Maybe. They we won. won. They won yesterday. Sure, they won was, yesterday. That was, a, that, was a, that was fun to celebrate. But I tell you what, man, I got it. After I, I turned it off, it was like... You were at peace. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I was at peace. Yeah, I saved myself for two hours of frustration of watching just nonsense on television. This is... That just felt pretty good. Yeah, because you do. You get those endorphins at the beginning of the game. Like, this could be it. Like, there could be a chance. I'm all jacked up, man. They're driving out. What happens? The, the, the one guy, right? He ends up getting hurt. He goes out with an ankle. The other guy breaks. Dude, it's it's amazing to watch just injuries on this, on this football team. And, it ha- you know, yeah, it's, it's, and it's happened a lot to the New York Giants. They just didn't, they weren't good enough yesterday. You know what? I wasn't going to watch them be not good enough. Are you tired of hearing this at the beginning of every season? It's a rebuilding year. Yeah, that kind of frustrates you a little bit. Have you been rebuilding for a long time? (laughs) I don't want to rebuild as my closet and take my jerseys out of there. That's the thing, too. Like, I wake up, I'm like, oh, what jersey am I going to wear? Do you stick with the same city? Or no, you do. Do you stick? If you jump teams, do you do you stay in New York? And now you're a Jets fan. At this point, I'm the only. You know what? I'm going to root for whoever. I. I you know or what? do you go like lesbian? Do you give up on guys completely? <laughs> so you give up on football completely, and now you're a hardcore hockey fan. I remember knowing a guy. He was an Eagle. I said, "You're an Eagles fan?" He's like, "No." I was like, "You're not?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I'm a whoever's going to make me money that day fan." Yeah. I'm like. Maybe that's what I'm going to turn I, into, It used man. to be, it, it, that is, and I, I've hung out with people, and I've been this guy. It's just a lot more fun to watch football than it is going in rooting for someone. Sure, yes, because I can just switch around. Okay, this team here. Like, yeah. Like yesterday, I got I got the, can't, the Chiefs covered the spread. They were my favorite team yesterday. There you go. It was nice. That's, you know, that's just go Chiefs. Every week you have a different hat you put on your head. Yeah, the Jags covered the spread yesterday. Yeah. I mean, did you no. at least win some money or no? Yeah, I won yesterday. It was actually it, right, it did feel pretty thing. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look, we uh, it we does get, make me feel a little bit better. We get back. We'll uh, we'll knock out some rock news. JoJo and Scotty, rock news. Hey, I have some rock news right here. I'm going to leave it for the last story, but uh, if you have anything Vince Neal. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll do that last. Uh, poor Vince. 
Poor Vince Neal. I'll just leave it like that. We'll get we'll get to the details coming up. Uh, a Canadian high school administrator uh, who we talked about a couple weeks ago will not be disciplined despite the efforts of parents who were outraged by the number 666. In pictures uploaded to the school's Instagram page, which since have been removed, Sharon Burns, the principal of Eden High School in Ontario, posted photos displaying her fandom for Iron Maiden. Concerned parents took, uh, I guess they took offense to that. Again, who cares? Because she was holding a handmade sign that said the number 666. And they're not scared anymore. And it's an adult. It's not even a kid. Uh, this is a quote. Uh, as concerned parents with impressionable children at the high school, uh, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices on her public social media platforms where all the students can see them. Meaning her being an Iron Maiden fan means she now hails Satan. Uh, as news of the parents' effort went viral, students made a petition of their own supporting the principal and describing her as probably one of the nicest people they've ever met. After hearing both sides of the argument, the district school board of Niagara has opted against any form of policy change or disciplinary action against the principal. So Iron Maiden one, Karen zero. Uh, Jimmy Page is now criticizing Phil Collins and the contributions to, uh, I guess the contribution Phil had to the Led Zeppelin reunion that was in uh, at Live Aid in 85. Why we're talking about this 35 years later, I don't know. Uh, so Jimmy Page is being interviewed over the weekend, and uh, he said we had two hours to rehearse. Phil couldn't get down the beginning of rock and roll. It just wasn't good. We were in real trouble, said Jimmy Page. Uh, Live Aid, if you remember, it was held in London and in Philly at the same time. Phil Collins played both London and Philly. Uh, so Phil came over, and they had, a, 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 I guess, a Zeppelin reunion. This was John Bonham had been dead for a number of years. So uh, now that it's 85 and they're getting together. So you got you got everybody up there on stage. And now Phil is going to fill in for John Bonham, right? Okay, yeah. Phil Collins. The great Phil. And Phil Collins is about as big as big can get in 1985. He's got Genesis and a huge solo career. Phil Collins said as soon as he got there, I wasn't welcome. <laughs> he said, we, we talked about it. I thought it would just be kind of cool getting together and playing some music. It's somehow between the meeting and the actual performance, it became like a Zeppelin reunion. Yeah. And he said, I didn't sign up for that. He said, I thought it would be low key. I was a square peg in a round hole. He said, Robert Plant and I get along great. He was happy to see me. Jimmy Page was not happy to see me. Uh, by most accounts, the Led Zeppelin reunion was a disaster. Uh, Jimmy Page's comments, uh, he put the blame squarely on Phil. Uh, and uh, Phil Collins said this. Look, it was a disaster. Robert, he wasn't. Uh, his voice wasn't there. Jimmy was out of it, dribbling. Uh, but... Phil Collins said it wasn't my fault. He said I could have walked off, and he said I should have actually. Uh, we wouldn't be talking about Phil Collins being awful for the Led Zeppelin reunion. We'd be talking about why Phil Collins walked off a Led Zeppelin reunion oh, instead. Yeah. Uh, so poor Phil. He's taking the brunt of the Jimmy Page hate 
for the 85 Zeppelin reunion at Live Aid. All right, listen, I found this on YouTube. Again, you know the struggles we go through here with the computers. I'm yes. not able to listen to it ahead of time or edit it if it needs to be edited, but I do have camera footage here. Okay. Do, uh, I, do you want me to run is, it? Do I run is, it? This sure, is, why not? All right. This is Vince Neal. Now, uh, before you play it, this is Vince Neal in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. God, he looks he looks terrible. He, he it does God, not yeah. look very healthy. Yeah. Now, he's got a year to get in shape because they're going on that big stadium tour. Now, that stadium tour was supposed to happen two years ago. <laughs> and so he was supposed to be in shape, and it looked like he was two years ago. But it looks like COVID. Me and me and Vince Neal, the two things we did in COVID <laughs> was put on a lot of weight. And I'm watching. After he falls off stage, it's, so, it's it, the stage hands are like, like almost yeah, like yeah. walking him well, out, yeah. like it's an so old guy. And- everyone in the Motley Crew world is getting ready for this big stadium tour, and Vince decides he's going to go out on a solo tour. So he's doing like festivals and county fairs. This is him falling off the stage in Pigeon Forge. I believe this was Thursday night or Friday. Yeah, he's at a casino. Here it is. Uh, all right, it was the Mountain Festival. There he is. He's on stage. There he is. He's cl- oh. Oh, it just went down. Oh, he fell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Band still playing. Oh. And here they come to get him. And the band's okay, still going. Yeah. They're still going. They're like, ah, we well, can't They don't stop. know what happened. Yeah, no. no. Oh, the- they had to take the guitar off his head. <laughs> so Vince, uh, they had to get the drummer to come out. The drummer made a yeah. statement. Uh, he said, the truth is Vince fell and broke ribs. He can't breathe. He's got to deal with it medically. Uh, then the bassist noted that Neil was so excited for the night's performance, pointing out that the singer lives in Tennessee, so it was like a home show to him. Uh, and our buddy Eddie Trunk, he tweeted out that Vince has not sounded great doing these solo shows. But Eddie Trunk, who I trust, who is a great uh, historian when it comes to music, he said that he he heard that Vince was playing great that night. And it was like of all nights for Vince to fall off the stage. Yeah. It was the night he was actually performing really well. The band's still playing. They're still playing. Oh, and, they and, finished yeah, the yeah. show. And they just they just walked them off stage. Or off. So I think the bassist ended up doing the lyrics for the rest of the show. Wow, they didn't stop at all. <laughs> yeah, Good they, for them, yeah. All right, get Vince to the hospital. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna fit. We gotta we gotta get nine songs in to get paid. It's just so not rock and roll. Like he's got the cool vest on, you know, know the cut know. and everything else. But he's and, got that big beer belly. He's big guy, boy. And I boy, thought it was meatloaf. When you roll off that stage, you roll off hard. Uh, there you go. Some rock news oh. for you. So we uh, we had a, a weekend plan where Friday night we did like uh, it's called Hershey After Dark. It was yeah. Hershey Park, but it was like uh, you know their their Halloween theme thing. Uh, very unsafe, if you ask me, because it gets super dark up there, right? And now it's all hilly because you're up in the mountains, and uh, they just dump in a ton of fog because it's supposed to be Halloween, like you know it's a Halloween theme. Yeah, I do remember so those hills. Yeah. So you can't see anything. Yeah. So I think fog and asphalt with holes in it, it's perfectly so you're, safe. So you're wandering around in this dense fog as kids are just running around you. Uh it, it was fun, you know, it was what it is. It was fun. We went for the uh for the Christmas, which actually was uh was pretty cool. Did they pump in snow the way they pumped in the fog? <sighs> no, we didn't get any of that. It was just really cold out. Uh, so we do that on Saturday, and we stay over, and now we're supposed to go out with friends who are up there to go to some winery that's having a renaissance fair. So I'm like, all right, you know, my wife's like, ah, it'll be fun. I was like, yeah, why not? It's something. It's something to do. 
So, uh, so I go, I, it, it's Sunday morning, and I'm like, right, let me, I'm like, do we have tickets for this thing? She's like, uh, no. She goes, and I was like, all right, well, what's the name? Let me Google this. Let me see if the, you know, I have to buy tickets. And let's, and honestly, what I'm thinking is, if if they're over ten dollars a ticket, we're yeah. not going. Like, I'm not going to spend anything more than ten dollars for a Renaissance Fair at a winery. So it was a winery doing like a Renaissance Fair kind of theme. There. That's what oh, I was told. But yeah. once again, I left the planning up to my wife. That's pretty fun. So I said, okay, and I Google where we are in a Renaissance Fair. It's the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. It's the biggest Renaissance Fair on like the Northeast. Yeah. So, of course, tickets have been sold out for months, <laughs> which actually is great because I'm like, all right, well, we're going home. You know, $35 a ticket also. And this is one of those things where people like, if you've gone once, if yes. you're into it, you're oh. into it. It's like a it's like a Comic-Con. You're well, going to And the to couple it. that we were going with, they're like, oh, yeah, we had to pre-order our tickets. Well, that would have been nice for you to tell us that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you didn't pre-order your tickets, did I, you? All I was told was... The whole thing was it's a Hershey Park weekend, and on the way home we're going to stop by a winery, and they they have like a Renaissance theme. And I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. What I wasn't told was it's one of the biggest Renaissance fairs on in the Northeast, and there's a winery inside of it. Yeah, because you don't think about a winery not allowing people in. You figure, hey, it's just yeah. a winery. It's going to be busy if everybody no, digs no, this it, was, the whole Renaissance fair. As a fair kid, thing. I remember the commercials would run for this Pennsylvania Renaissance fair. Oh, it was yeah. like a big. It's a big deal. So I'm like, there's no way we're like I'm now noticing signs on the way home, like they're redirecting traffic yeah, because big, of the yeah. Renaissance Fair. So I'm like, all right. So we get home. My wife's like, um, I tell her that the new Halloween movie's on Peacock, right? So we can go, uh, we can go see it. It's in the theaters, which is awesome, but it's also on Peacock. So my wife's like, okay, I like the the last one that came out two years ago. We'll watch the Halloween movie, right? We'll get some food. We'll do up like a we'll do a Michael Myers Sunday afternoon. Sure, yeah. So we turn it on. Halloween Kills is spectacular. I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, so it's it's really good movie, but it's gory. It's scary. So we watch it, and then my wife's in the mood now. She's like, "All right, well, let's watch uh, Scream. Let's watch Scream Four. Class. Well, yeah. So she's yeah. like, "I was like, all right." She couldn't remember what happened in Scream Four. We watched Scream Four. So now it's time for her to go to bed. <laughs> she's terrified, and I'm looking at her. I go, "Why did you watch these movies yeah. if you knew they would terrify you like this?" Like, to the point where she can't walk anywhere in our house without all the lights being on. Yeah. Uh, she goes to bed, shuts the door. I guess so, she heard something outside. So now she's screaming, can't find me. She's now <laughs> calling my cell phone because I was in the garage doing something. And she's like, where are you? Yeah, yeah, like the scream phone call. This morning I go and uh, kiss her goodbye. I have to leave the light on. Like, it's still, wow, it's yeah. hours later and she's still terrified that Michael Myers or uh, the Scream Killer is going to uh, is going to kill her. You know when I get freaked out, and I don't get freaked out very often. If there's fog outside, my brain yep. immediately goes to the uh, Exorcist. It's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, The Exorcist. It's like I could see the fog on the streetlight. Now I know none of that's you know true, but I mean I will watch something and be like, eh, I don't know, is a, is a little think- midget clown going to come up there and hack me up on my way to work as I'm you know going to my tr- or if it, is there something in the back seat? If I see a movie with something in the back seat, I'm like, I don't know. I'll look in the back seat and make about sure that. there's nothing there. You know? How scared my wife was. Because the to me, the horror I can watch any horror movie. Horror movies don't really do that to me, right? And uh and then but my wife, for being so scared, like I opened up the garage this morning, take the trash out. And I'm like, I guess this could be like a horror movie. It's pitch black. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's a little cold. Somebody could stab you with a yeah. knife. It could happen. Yeah. But what a dud. Like I'm out taking out the trash and you're gonna kill me. Yeah, that's no fun. That's like, no why, fun. Why you? you yeah. Know? 
So then I guess the garage door is open, so then you could wander in the house and kill the rest of the family. Yeah, make sure you look at that weird kid at the bus stop a little differently, don't it? But I'll tell you, my wife terrified. To the, right now, terrified. Yeah. I'm about to text her and be like, <laughs> you okay? Because, But she loved it. But it was that thing where it's almost like a kid who eats too much and gets a stomach ache. Exactly. My wife knew it was going to make her nuts, but she still sat there and watched horror movies with me. Call her up. Ask her, you like scary movies? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, Halloween Kills. Thumbs up. That being said, I got a pair of tickets to go see Halloween Kills. What a talk up. Uh, It really is a fantastic film. Uh, And it's great to see Russ from National Lampoon's Vacation, the original Russ. Yes. Uh, He's he's in the movie. He plays Tommy Doyle, which was the little kid in the first Halloween. Uh, If you want in, Halloween Kills. Our friends at Harbor Square Theaters are giving us tickets all week long to see Halloween Kills. 609-677-107-609-677-107. You want to see it in IMAX. You want to see it on the big screen. Halloween Kills. 609-677-107, 609-677-107. 609-677-107, Halloween Kills, Harbor Square Theater. Uh, you get to choose Ventnor, Stone Harbor, or Northfield. 609-677-107. Dial up if you want a pair of tickets for Halloween Kills. We get back, we'll knock out some headlines. I got banged up on whiskey Friday night. I'm not a whiskey drinker. That'll do that. Yeah, yeah you got to watch out for that brown. Well, what it is, man, it's like, uh, you know, we had a, a couple over and uh, we had some, you know, dinner and stuff. And we had like a few drinks and that was it. But the guy that comes over, like after we drink, like towards the end of the night, he wants like a, like a little, uh, like something. An after dinner drink? Yes. Like, I don't know. what. A, he wants a drambuie? I just drank the whole night. Like I, I was drinking like uh, Tito's and I'll, you know, I'll squeeze a lime in there, splash some club soda. And oh, that's you're it. mixing alcohols oh. now and you're going clear to brown. You can't do that. Right. I'm not a yeah. brown, like I'm not a brown kind of guy, whatever. Yeah. So like the it's right towards the end of the night and it's Friday night and I'm like I've been up since yeah. since three fifty five I'm ready just to go and you're right? ready to dance no I'm ready to go to sleep oh I thought you meant you're ready to go out to the discotheque this guy wants to keep uh I guess dancing if you will yeah so, so right towards the end of the night you know we're we're wrapping everything up I'm I'm cleaning up the kitchen like the bitch that I am and you're I not can't... and at this point you're not banged up you've been sipping on vodka and 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 seltzer or whatever and you're good. Feeling good. Vodka gives me like the perfect kind of buzz, man. And I know exactly where I am. Like, I, I, I just like that feeling. She's like, ah, he's like, uh, I can go for a, for a whiskey. He's like, uh, what do you got? I'm like, oh. better have some Jameson in there. I'm like, really? Yeah, Jameson. I got some of that down there. We pulled something. I don't know. I get a bunch of stuff like given to me, and it's some, some you got of it's that pretty Conor good. McGregor stuff. Uh, which one's that? I don't know. Okay, yeah. I think it's just a picture of his face. It's 22 or something, 21. Something like that. It's really good, I've heard, the Conor McGregor was. So it's like one man to another, man. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, thank you. You you go ahead. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let's take a walk downstairs to the bar. So we grab something. What are you drinking? Are you drinking? Is, are you sipping it? Are you shooting it? What? How are we drinking the whiskey? He wants to drink it, like just in a little he wants cup. To, so he wants it on the rocks. Yeah, so he puts it on the rocks, and, and he fills him up, and he fills me up. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe a couple little swigs, and I'm I'm good. That's all the whiskey that I need because I'm not. Do you try and not, do you try and throw guy. some diet soda in there? I couldn't splat. No, guy, no. I look like a big. In yeah, front you of this would. Guy, you man. would. You would. Yeah. You should have just said, "Let's do a shot," because that way at least it's over. I just got it out and it got him out of the yeah, house. Just here, I, yeah. ooh, here. <laughs> so I'm doing dishes. Bye. I could just throw it over my shoulder and I even take the shot. Do you know, I've done. My my, my father in law is insane, so it'll be like two, three in the morning, and that's when he pulls out the bottle of Jameson. Oh, that's too late, and it's and it's nonstop. You drink till the bottle's gone. Yeah. Like it's not. Oh, let's have one and enjoy, you know, and really savor the taste. 
Uh, no, it's you drink until this bottle of Jameson's gone. I don't care. It's 3.30 in the morning. It's like a game at that point. Yeah. And so I've done it where I know everyone is so banged up around me that uh, I, I'll pretend to shoot it. And while yeah. everyone's throwing it back, I'll be by the sink and dump it in the sink real quick. Yeah, because you're, you know, you're more of a beer guy. Well, it's because it's I also know my body, and I know when it's had enough. Yeah. And I know that this shot is going to be the shot that makes me puke. Right. I know I, my body has ways of telling me that. And me and my body are in tune, like like an athlete. And uh, and so when my body says, "Hey man, this is not you know one more and we're done," I I I'll do I'll like all right and I'll I'll adjust myself towards the sink right because it's always in the kitchen. Yeah. And as soon as everyone goes up and their heads are tilted back, yeah, boom, right into the sink. <laughs> You're like, yep, woo, that was good, man. I've done, it, I've done it more times than I can count, man. Yeah, that's how crazy my father-in-law is with his Jameson. Like I feel so good with the vodka, and I, I can even when I started sipping, I'm like. This it, it gives me like I don't know I have like flashbacks of like doing shots that I don't want to do a shot I'm not a whiskey shooter I'm not a whiskey anything I'm like it's I a know man's the, I know, drink I know where this is going to lead me you know I know you like your uh, what's what's that drink that you like that the that the fancy pants girl oh, drink my um uh gin gimlet yeah you like yeah. your gimlets this yeah. is whiskey straight up whiskey is a man's yeah. drink that and stuff it, they'll put hair in your chest and he's like oh is that your first one I'm like uh, yeah you know what you know, yeah man it is it does happen to be my first one all right because I'm ready to go to bed and that's all I want yeah. is just I'll just drink this one and I find myself I'm taking many shots just to get I'm trying to get yeah. through it I'm like what am I doing I know guys that's that is that is their their nightcap where they'll they they're not heavy drinkers but they'll have a glass of whiskey at night after dinner yeah that's yeah. like their thing not even a cigar, just uh, the whiskey. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I don't know. I, look, I love drinking, but I, the sip on whiskey, eh, not my thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, because like, I'm gonna eesh. do it. Just give me the shot. I'm not just a big sip on just alcohol guy. Right, and a shot is pretty much just to get it into your body because you're yeah. trying to get to a place. At least on the rocks, I get some. You got some ice splashing around, but I watch guys do it not on the rocks, just straight whiskey in a glass, and they're just sipping on it. Dude, do you know that's the game I was playing? Is I'm. I'm I'm trying to get the ice now to melt into the whiskey, to water down the whiskey so I could get in my body. And I, I put myself through that. Why? It's my house. And You're that, my guest. Why am I putting myself through this aggravation? And that's a pain, man. That hangover, that's a hangover like none other, a whiskey hangover. Yeah. yeah. It's no joke. Nah, I wasn't. Yeah, I just pounded some water before I went to bed. Hey, I got a pair of tickets. Uh, we just gave away some Halloween Kills tickets. Well, the next big movie is coming out on Friday. And if you're a sci-fi dork like I am growing up, you loved it. Dune. They remade it. It's coming out. It The trailer looks fantastic. Uh, it's everything that we wanted in the 80s but didn't get. David Lynch gave us a very odd movie, but we all loved it because it was the 80s. Uh, Dune. It really is the precursor to Star Wars. The book. If you The book came out, and a lot of people said George Lucas stole wow. the story of Star Wars from the, the Dune book. Yeah, I've never seen it. Now, the movie Dune came out after Star Wars. Did not make as much money. Nowhere near as much money. Now, is this the uh, sequel to Dune? No, or is this, this is a complete okay. remake of Dune. If you want to go, take a date night, have a date night. Uh, it comes out this Friday. The good people from Harbor Square Theaters are giving us tickets. 609-677-107. 609-677-107. Dune coming out in theaters. That's going to be on Friday. Harbor Square Theaters. You get to choose the beautiful Stone Harbor location, the Northfield location, or the Vetner location. You pick 609-677-107. Harbor Square Theaters. 
wants to give you Doom tickets. 609-677-107. We get back. We'll do some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Halloween kills. Uh, top the box office. It killed the box office, if you will. 50 million bucks. Now, you might go, that doesn't sound like a lot of money. It does when it also premiered this weekend on the Peacock streaming service. And uh, and I saw Halloween Kills. Good, man. My wife got so freaked out that she made me lock all the doors. Uh, she went to bed. She she went to bed with all the lights on. This is the uh, the Jason, right? Uh, Michael. Michael Myers. Oh, Michael Myers. Gotcha. Uh, this is Michael Myers. This is uh, Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down. This is his second movie of a trilogy that him and another guy are doing. Uh, so the, it's good, man. Violent. Uh, it's uh, the kid Russ from uh, uh, Vacation. National yeah. Lampoon's Vacation is in it. Uh, so it's good to see him working again. Is there any closure there? Is he done now? Or what's, no, it's still going. going. No, <laughs> no. Michael is still just unstoppable. Uh, well, I guess he's still it's a just, deep just, movie. Just killing, just killing people, you know, all the, the for two hours. I guess if you're looking for like a Halloween date movie, you know, you go out to the movie theater for this one. Uh, I guess, man. It is nice, though. I was able to just go to the Peacock streaming service and yeah. hit play, and it played yeah. right there on my TV. Uh, but yeah, everybody, we uh, we were supposed to go to a Renaissance fair, and it, and it was sold out, so I couldn't get in. So we went home, and uh, and we watched uh, Halloween Kills instead as a family. So that was fun. Uh, Adele, she still has it, apparently, less than 24 hours after its release. Adele's long-awaited new single, Easy On Me. Do we play that here? Uh, we do not wait. Wait. No, we don't. It shattered the single-day streaming records on numerous services, including Spotify and Amazon Music. On Friday, just 18 hours after the single's arrival, Spotify tweeted that, and just like that, Adele set a new record. Uh, Britney Spears took to Instagram to share her thoughts on navigating life free from her 13-year conservatorship. I'll just be honest and say I've waited so long to be free from the situation I'm in, and now that it's here, I'm scared to do anything because I'm afraid I'll make mistakes. Oh, and look, I just bought a giraffe. For so many years, I was always told if I succeeded at things, it could end, and it never did. I worked so hard, but for now, it's here and getting closer and closer to ending. I'm very happy, but there's a lot of things that scare me. The singer went on to chastise the paparazzi that run through trees and onto her roads and wrote that she's fearful of doing something wrong. She also said uh, she had a warning for family members who don't support her. Lord have mercy on my family's souls if they ever do an interview. She also said that she's trying to figure out if zombies are real and she's creating a zombie farm on her property. And here's the firework display, everyone. Enjoy. She also said that she donated $90 million to a man in Kenya who said that he (laughs) discovered gold. And he just needs her to pay the shipping to America, and she can share in the wealth. Uh, Katie Segal, we all know her, right? Married with children, sons of anarchy. Uh, she's on the Connors right now. Uh, she got hit by a car. I guess she was walking in L.A. last uh, on Friday morning, late last week, when uh, a driver who's driving a Tesla went to go make a turn and hit the 67-year-old actress. Was the car driving itself? Yeah, I thought Tesla's were supposed to stop. Uh, she's going to be fine. Uh, that's what her people said. Her husband even tweeted out some jokes about it. Uh, her husband's the guy, uh, Kurt Soder. He's the guy who created Sons of Anarchy. 
no citations or arrests were made and no drugs or alcohol were believed to be involved. Uh, this is what her husband said. She's only bringing home. She's, he, this is actually pretty good. This is Kurt Sutter, her husband, Katie Seagal's husband. Uh, she's the only one bringing in any money right now. So I'm going to be picking her up from the hospital and I'm going to take her right to the Dancing with the Stars audition. Fingers crossed. Uh, so it looks like Katie Seagal will be fine. Uh, it looks like Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. Congrats to the oldest Kardashian Why girl. Even do it? it never works out. Why even do it? Travis Barker from Blink-182 is 45. She is 42. Um, how about this? Michael Caine, the respected actor with the exception of Jaws 4, uh, he's retiring from acting. He's 87 years old. Oh, good for him. Uh, you might remember him uh, in the... Uh, the Batman's where uh, yes, that's right. That's he played Alfred. Yep, right. He He's was good. a uh, with the the guy uh, uh, Christian Bale's Batman's. Yeah, uh, he played Alfred. Uh, he also did a ton more. I mean, he's an, an accomplished actor. He's been acting for seventy years. And Ryan Reynolds, he said over the weekend he's going to take a little break from acting, a little sabbatical, a little vacay. He said he's been working hard over the last five six years, so he's going to take some uh, some time for him and his family. Where's Deadpool 3 coming out? That's uh, the great Ryan Reynolds. I think he's done another Deadpool, and he's uh, Deadpool will be in a couple Marvel films. Gotcha. So I think that's all wrapped up. And I think a lot of that's just CGI anyway. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Some trash for you. Reading a story here, and I get this guy. My wife, you know, my wife, we've gone back and forth with this too. She doesn't like me eating as much dairy as I like to eat. Like, I like to put cheese in everything. I'll tell you, my wife quit dairy over a year ago. Yeah. And it's amazing the things that uh, that were, like, cured. Yeah. She was having some issues uh, with crazy things, things you would never equate to having dairy, and they went away. Yeah. And so she and, – and I got to give her a ton of credit. She is hardcore. Like, she – we were – you know, we were away for the weekend – and it would have been easy for her to have coffee with, you know, milk or cream. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, stood her ground, and we had to go to, like, three or four different places to find the oat milk that was a substitute, you like, know? right above my waistband is where my belly comes over, and there's a line. If I get rid of dairy, would that line go away with my belly? <sighs> I, is it good for your gut? I don't know. I don't know that. But I will tell you, as we get older, and I'll put me and you in that, uh, that we're getting older. Yeah. We're not getting younger. Yeah, no. For the first time ever, like I always put on weight and you get a little wider, cheeks get a little chubbier, but that was it. And you know, you could, you were a little pudgier. It was the first time ever in my life I got like a, uh, an Ethiopian belly, like, like the kids that are starving in the Sally Struthers videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you get one of those bellies. And that's a scary thing, man. Like that's like a legit, like your dad's beer belly. It's hard to get rid of, man. And that's yeah. the thing. And, and that's what I'm, uh, I'm doing now. It was like my wife finally said, she's like, you have like a legit belly. Like something's got to give. I actually sent you money so you could eat. Like I did. One of those infomercials. It was weird. I had paste and I just kept, I just did scooping it with my hand. Uh, but that's, it, it, it got to the point. And then I was like, wow, okay, I'm that age. Yeah. I'm that age where it's you, to get off. I, I can't, I can't do what I did as a kid. I can't eat or drink the way I did as a kid. Because you just don't get a little chubbier in the face. You get an actual, like, belly. Yeah. Like, a, like it was like, whoa, okay, all right, bye. All right, no no, no beer for a while. Like, I like to make eggs, and I put cheese in my eggs. My, oh, wife's, my yeah. wife's like, you can barely mm-hmm. taste it. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I can taste the cheese. I can actually taste the cheese. <laughs> now, this is a guy, it's a clip here of a guy. He was at a Waffle House, and I guess his eggs came out. 
And he didn't have the cheese. He asked for yeah. cheesy eggs. Yeah. yeah. So he says. Oh, well, and they had the cheese and the hash browns, too. Oh, there's a lot of cheese at a Waffle House. So apparently, oh, yeah, they do. They, yeah, it's, Those it's hash browns, yeah. it's like yeah. a casserole. Oh, it's fantastic. So here he is talking about how it, it's some type of you know altercation happens, and she pulls out a gun. Yes, I don't have no cheeses. They got my cheeses wrong. First, they didn't bring them to me. Then they brought me some normal eggs. I said, well, I had cheese on them. You know, I tipped and everything. It all was just a normal dispute over food. I would never in a million years think that it would come to Gun violence. And I'm with them 100%. If the eggs come out, I want cheese on them. Yeah. And they don't come with cheese. And I'm going to, I'm sorry, lady, but I'm going to send those back. Those aren't what I ordered. Now here, she, uh, I guess everyone else at the Waffle House saw the gun before he did. And um, I see people just running, you know. So that's when I look up and she had the gun at me like this. Mm. Then I was like, you tripping. You ain't finna do nothing. And she caught it back. So I'm like, well, maybe she is finna do something. <laughs> she like, she'll blow my brains out. Yeah, so... That's a woman who's had enough with her job. Uh, I'll tell you what, cheese is fantastic. And like I said, my wife is off uh, cheese, off dairy. So uh, yesterday I had to run out and just grab, I grabbed some some quick breakfast, some breakfast sandwiches, you know? Breakfast. And to make, uh, to make it easier, because my wife doesn't eat cheese, I just told the person, don't put cheese on anything. Boy, you really miss out not having cheese on a breakfast sandwich. Yo, oh yeah, you do. Like, I, it yeah. was sausage and egg, and that was it. Yeah. And I'm eating it, and I'm like, this, this is awful. This makes me not want to eat it. You know what we don't do anymore? Lunch meat. Lunch meat and, like, provolone cheese. Oh, I haven't had it for I'll, I'll take oh. an egg over easy, right? Yeah. And I'll put, a, um, I'll put, like, a piece of provolone cheese over top of it and put that yeah. thing on the top of a piece of toast. My God, dude. Yeah. yeah. I, could, I, don't th- I don't know if I could cut out dairy. That's a hard thing to do. Even it's my, hard. I love my son, man, because he uh, he likes pizza, but he hates the cheese. So I look over at a birthday party over the weekend. There's a mound of just a just pizza cheese. It. Just grab it, eat well, it up. I take that, and I put that over top of the crust that I'm not going to eat. Yeah, now you made pizza. Now it's pizza. <laughs> yeah, now it's pizza. Uh, yeah, cheese is a hard... Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I, I give my wife a lot do, of credit. Man. One year, she's been without uh, without dairy. Yeah. Good for her, man. Well, like say, I it's said, good for it's, her because she's already out of it now. She, she's, she's where we would like to be to forget about things. But like even like, it's weird stuff. She cuts out dairy... And her skin's better. Right, sure. Like, it's I weird, would man, never think about that. Yeah. Like, how, yeah. okay, I guess one has to do with, you know, the other. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Uh, ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day will go to you. Good morning. Yeah, hi. Go and see about the uh, Dune tickets. All right, buddy. Let's send you to the movies, man. What's your name? Awesome. The name's Kevin. And, Kevin, what do you do for a living? We'll make it a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Ah, well, I'm an emergency room nurse at the Cape Rachel Medical Center. Ooh, okay. man, doing good work out there. Yeah, thanks. Did I you... was at the ER with my mom not that long ago, and it's uh, not a... I'll tell you what, it was a Tuesday at 11 a.m., so it was kind of a fun place to be. I saw... You, it wasn't crazy busy, but right. it was some odd... Case, like, it must have been a good night, because they brought a woman in who was four times over the legal limit. Uh, uh, yeah, it, that's, yeah. But it's 11.30. <laughs> Dude, it's 11. <laughs> we have some professionals. It's 11.30 on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's say I want to sit in a lobby, right? I'm looking for somebody who's well over the uh, the legal limit. What About what time and what day would I want to be sitting in the waiting room? You know, it, it could really be any day. There are people that just live that way. They, they get up, start their day. We get them all times of the day. But usually the afternoon, it gives them a chance to get up and get going. <laughs> okay. Really hurt the themselves. Weekend. Like, you got to shake your head. You're like, damn, dude, it's Wednesday at 1230, man. Really? Exactly. Well, see, yeah. like this woman, because I got the whole backstory, because there's no walls. It's all curtains. So I got to hear everything. Yeah. 
So uh, yeah. she, she, she fell down, of course, because it's 1130 in the morning and she's four times over the legal limit. She <laughs> was able to, she was smart enough to walk to urgent care. But then when she got the urgent care, she couldn't make any sense. She wasn't making any sense. So that's when they sent her to the ER. And and so not only is she drunk, she peed herself. That's That was cool. Oh, God. Uh, but then she's got this, like, broken elbow because she fell. But, like, ah, it was, you know. it Look, it made our time go quick because it was like watching a, it was like, it was like watching a show. Uh, I'm like, wow. And I'm, I'm asking the nurses. I'm like, this happens every day. And I guess you could answer, Kevin. It does. It does pretty much, yeah. yeah. If not every day, every other. Uh, right, well, Kevin, uh, were, you a Dune, were you a Dune fan growing up? Did you like the David Lynch version? Um, I, I was little. I had read the book, and I was. Uh, it was. I liked it, but it wasn't really like you said what we wanted. It, Dude, it was. It was. Wanted. It was a little out there, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and the book, man. Okay, so you're hardcore if you read the book. Yeah, we read all read it in high school. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, you're. I, I've heard good things about this. I heard it's 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 awesome. it looks fantastic. The new Dune. It's coming out. The Harbor Square theaters are giving us tickets uh, Friday. Uh, it kicks off, so uh, you want you want a pair of tickets to go see Dune, all right? Great. That sounds great. All right, man. Enjoy it. I think I'm going to start a show. I'm thinking about it. I don't think it's ever happened. It's called Drunk ER. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like cops, right? But I, I film in ER, but it's just drunk people. I don't and their think injuries. That, yeah, I wouldn't imagine that's an invasion of privacy. Well, I mean, I could be off. In their drunkenness, they have to sign a form. Right. You just you have them scribble on them. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody, you would watch, man. Just like I would that. Watch. What's that 24 7 show you used to watch where you didn't know what was going to uh, pop up? Live PD. Live PD. You pop up to someone's house and it's yeah. like, I don't know, is it going to be normal or is it going to be a you know a gunfight? I'm sure there are times where it's dull, but if you just make it all drunk all the time. Sure, yeah. Where it's just one drunk ER that all the drunk people have to go to. They have to go to this one ER. Right, right. I- I'd watch that. For sure I'd watch that as a show. How far are we from having just an intoxication wing of a hospital where you don't mess up everybody who has real injuries? You're like, ah, you're drunk. You got to go to the drunk wing. Uh, this woman was pretty drunk. Yeah. I mean, four times. I think she was four and a half times the legal one. That's pretty good. good That's a her. lot. Yeah. 1130 on a Tuesday. She's a champ. Uh, look, we get back. <laughs> we'll knock out some headlines. <laughs> 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. I won't say my college because I spent time at this college, but I didn't graduate, so I always feel bad saying my college because I feel like I should have put in uh, the four years to get the actual degree before they they violently kicked me out of the school. <laughs> uh, University of Tennessee was a, a school I went to and had a ton of fun. Too So much fun that they sent me away. Uh, they. That is a lot of fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, so they put reason for dismissal. A lot of fun. No one has been talking about Tennessee football for a long time. Uh, it's been like 15 years since the Volunteers have been any good in the SEC, and so they're kind of like a laughing stock now. And it sucks, man, because you're talking about a team late 90s. You, you gave us Peyton Manning, yeah, uh, national championship with T. Martin. You know, uh, there was some some big name Jamal Lewis who ended up being with the New York Giants. And you're Tennessee, uh, man. You should have a good football program. Yeah, Peerless Price was a, a kid. Travis Henry was another kid that came out there in the late '90s. It was a big deal, right? You know, being a Tennessee Volunteer was a big deal. Uh, not so much anymore. But you can still put 110,000 people in the stands. That's how many people go to these home games, right at Neyland Stadium. Well, it's a pretty big game. Uh, Lane Kiffin. Uh, who it does not uh, is not really loved in Knoxville. 
What's uh, brought, the reason for that? Why? I wouldn't? believe because he jumped. I believe he coached the Volunteers for a, a season. Something happened where uh, he burned them hard, and I believe it was contractually burned them hard. Mm. It's one of those things where he took the job and then did the Belichick. He wrote on like a cocktail napkin, I don't want to work here anymore. Oh, yeah. Like how Belichick did that to the Jets and then went to the Patriots. And, well, you know, (laughs) the story has been written. (laughs) Uh, So Lane Kiffin not loved in Knoxville. So now here comes Lane Kiffin, the coach of Old Miss. And then Old Miss is rolling through Knoxville. Well, I believe that they just started allowing booze again in the stadiums. Yeah, you would think they probably have now. Because with COVID, a lot of of these college stadiums didn't sell booze. Because somehow that would cure COVID. And uh, so now booze is back. Well, I don't know how long it's going to be back for because Tennessee made national headlines. Uh, after a play that the, that the volunteers didn't like, the fan base didn't like, I should say, especially the student section, uh, they started throwing stuff on the field, which is a big no-no. Yeah, I don't know why, as fans, we feel like we're entitled to all this. So much so that they had to do a 20-minute delay of game, yeah. which most experts say caused Tennessee. Because, you know, teams have – a swing, and I guess everything was swinging in Tennessee's direction. They had the momentum, right? Sure, they had yeah. the momentum, and after that, there was no more momentum. So a twenty-minute delay to clean the field. They had to move the team band and the cheerleaders, uh, like under the stadiums because they were getting pelted with Jeez. stuff. Beer cans, pizza boxes, golf balls. Who brought golf balls? <laughs> Who let golf balls in? But somebody uh, threw a golf ball at Lane Kiffin's head. Yeah, uh, the teams had to move ten yards closer like away from the sidelines uh, or away from the railings towards the sidelines. And uh, and so it was a big deal. The athletic director, Danny White, he had to come out and apologize. Uh, the school chancellor had to come out and apologize. It pretty much all came from the student section, which is even worse. Just give me a good old F. Joe Biden. My or, buddy, or let's go Brandon chant. Uh, Lane Kiffin was a good sport about it. He, you know, he, he kind of joked about you know things flying by his head. My buddy who was at the game – he texted me last night and said that uh, volunteer, and he's a hardcore volunteer. Uh, volunteer fans are garbage now. They remind me a lot of Eagles fans. <laughs> it's the text I got from him last night. Yeah, not the national headlines you want your college yeah. to have. And I had Tennessee plus one, too. I didn't know why they lost. I just knew that they <laughs> lost, and I was upset. Yeah. Now I'm even more pissed off. Like, I may make kind a call to my bookie and be like, hey, man, by the way, I'm in protest of this game. Kind of embarrassing. Uh I mean, we're not Duke yet, you know. You know, I don't. I don't think we're not Penn State yet. But, uh, but yeah, this is this is not something. It's a black eye on uh, being a, a University of Tennessee volunteer. It's crazy, man. As fans, we're just yeah. Some people were just insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, play golf ball. How do you get a golf ball in there? And at what point do you just like? I give it to the, I give it to these kids. I mean, you got to have a hell of an arm to actually well, get that stuff the onto thing, the field. Like, my buddy texted me. He said, "Hey, the kid who threw the golf ball at Lane Kiffin, great velocity. Maybe we should recruit him." <laughs> uh, I mean, because it's bad enough to be a volunteer fan because we have an awful color scheme. It's like orange, cream, and yeah. white. Yeah, and uh, and so you already look ridiculous going to the game wearing orange. It is very orange. And now you're just throwing stuff, and you're you're blacked out, drunk. It's just not a good look. Like, I've done that. I've woken up the next day in that orange outfit, and you go, what am I wearing? Why am I wearing bright, obtuse orange? That one shirt just for Saturdays. Ugh, it's an awful color scheme. Uh, look, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Pack. You think you've got it bad. 
I don't think we have it bad. I think America's Got Talent has it bad. AGT, it's known as. Uh, I guess they almost killed somebody. A terrifying video shows the moment an America's Got Talent extreme contestant got crushed between two cars during a rehearsal. Jonathan Goodwin was supposed to be narrowly uh, slipping between two cars and drop onto a mattress below as the vehicle swing towards him from 70 feet in the air. But a 10-second uh, clip shows the timing was off in the stunt, resulting in Goodwin getting sandwiched by the cars as they explode. So what was his talent? He could be crushed between cars and still live? <laughs> who watches dumb shows like this? Uh, the guy who was filming the stunt for the spinoff, NBC's America's Got Talent uh, Extreme, I think it's called, then fell to the ground after being struck by the cars. Yeah, I signed up for the show. Uh, my talent is I jump out of an airplane without a parachute, so I'm hoping I win. Uh, he hit his head, which the clip does not show. He was airlifted to a hospital in critical condition, underwent surgery. His current condition is not known. It's unclear what exactly went wrong and who was at fault uh, for the nearly deadly blunder. Uh, AGT Extreme will showcase the most, uh, the most outrageous, unique, and jaw-dropping acts on an, uh, enormous scales and magnitude and kill people. Now, here's the thing. If people die while doing this stuff, I'm all in. I'll watch Squid Games. I thought it was just supposed to be juggling and stuff. Hey, look. Look what I can do. Uh, this Here's is my extreme. talent. You have to put extreme on the name. Do we need extreme? You can swing fiery cars at each other while people are trying to jump through them. If your extreme talent is to get hurt, is that really a talent? It's been a busy week for DC. Early last week, they confirmed that Superman's son is gay. Now, Superman will no longer stand for truth, justice, and the American way. Now, that stood since the 40s. Instead, his new tagline will be truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. DC Comics called the move a nod to the past and an eye towards the future that will better reflect the global storylines. The original motto originated from classic radio serials as a way to cheer on American efforts in WW2. That's World War II. Superman has long been a symbol of hope who inspires people from around the world. And it is that optimism and hope that powers him forward with his new mission statement, said a rep from D.C. The new model will be featured across all mediums, including comic books, film, TV, video games, and more. Uh, we'll wrap it up with this. Rebecca Weiss. She's an industrial designer, and she graduated from the University of Munich. She's the inventor of CASO. You know what CASO is? I know. It's a male birth control device. Uh, it was named Germany's winner of the James Dyson Award, which celebrates, encourages, and inspires the designers of new problem-solving ideas. The COSO uses an ultrasound testicle bath to temporarily stop sperm. It only needs to be used every few months to keep the sperm inert and prevent eggs from being fertilized during sex. The woman said her inspiration came after she was diagnosed with cervical cancer which she said was tied to contraceptive pills. Weiss said the lack of male birth control options led her to develop a new contraceptive approach for men in my master's thesis. She's hoping that the Dyson Award will help her obtain funding to put COSO through clinical trials. The woman is now shortlisted for the International Award, which carries a $45,000 prize as she puts your testicles to sleep. There you go. Those people, they have a bad You, uh, not so much. You know how you say you're the worst parent because sometimes you don't know what days your kids have off or half days. Uh, yes, I yes, they, yes, I have said that. 
My kid has a whole half a week. This whole week is half a day. Yeah, which you told me that off air, and it scared me because I go, does my kid? Because normally, like, they're the same age, so, like, schools are about the same even though they're different districts. And I can't figure out for the life of me why your kid has half days. I checked. Uh, my school's normal. It's normal for the next couple weeks until teachers' convention. It's a parent-teachers conference. We had no, we had no idea. I guess they do but them at night. we just started school. Well, we had a back-to-school night. That's like, where you go in there and they introduce you to in, the teacher. It's only been a month. Yeah. Well, in a whole month, they're going to figure out exactly where my kid is That doesn't make class. any sense. But what happened to kids being excited to come up? Like, oh, mom and dad, we have half days all next week. I know. And I get, I'll get a text message or a phone call when any little outbreak happens for COVID. Oh, my God, somebody could have had that COVID. So we said, where's that mass text? Hey, by the way, give it to me. Give it to me Friday. By the way, next week is half day. Now, we can make it work. We just have to move some things around. But if there's a parent out there, like, I don't know, man. So now you got to. Are parents taking half days off yeah. of work the whole week for As your a kid? kid a or half you got to pay somebody to do it? When you're a kid, a half day is awesome. But now that we're on the flip side, we're parents, half day's the worst no, thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, he gets uh, out at 120. I'm like. Because either it's going to ruin your day if you're already home like us. Our schedule allows us to be home, so it ruins our day because now the kid's home half the day. Or if you're a parent that works like a nine to five, you got to figure out how how and who's going to watch your kid. And I guess I get it. The parent, I guess the teachers have to come back at night to do the parent teacher thing. Yeah. So you shave off a half a day. I was just like, damn, I didn't like my wife last night. She's like, did you know they had half day? I was like, how would I know they have half day? You got to go to the week? portal. Well, you know what it There's is? There's portals everywhere that take you to other portals that take you to another portal. And it's not a hundred percent their fault. Like they send a whole sheet of paper. It's bright orange, and yep. it says. Half days this, yeah, this you, week you here. just didn't look. No, I think it's construction paper. I'm ready to you toss it in the trash. Because people don't hang stuff up on fridges anymore. No, we don't. And yeah. that's the thing. And that that's how we all knew stuff would used to go on. It used to be on the fridge. And used we to be on the, it. Um, it would be on the menu, the food menu. Yeah. Yeah, pizza Friday. That's the only thing know? that still gets hung on my fridge is the uh, the lunch menu. Oh, yeah? My son is very, uh, yeah, he's, he's very big on what's for lunch, so... We yeah. hang the lunch menu so he can see every day what's for lunch. But you're right. It shows you no lunch today, half day, day off. I mean, there are days where I, I completely miss the ball, and I'm, like, getting up, getting them ready, and it's a day off of school. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, <laughs> back to bed it is. Like, we could have put him on the bus, and then at 120 he gets dropped off at the bus stop. Now, again, we're parents around. I get it. But, yeah, my wife probably would have put him on the bus this morning not knowing it was even a half day. Well, yeah, and then well, then then that's the embarrassing thing that, that that you get that phone call. There's no one at the bus stop to pick him up. Yeah, and it's like oh, or you, they let him off at the bus stop, and now he's knocking on the door. No one's home, and then he's crying on the porch. Yeah. You know, you got neighbors coming over now, calling Dyfus, wondering why your kid is you know did just you know shivering, had, crying you, on your front porch. Did you know he had it for that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we know we're around the corner. My uh, my mom was a teacher, and she hated parent-teacher conference weeks. Yeah, because she had to go back to school anytime. My mom, my mom, the worst teacher ever. Anytime she had to do anything extra for her job, like parent-teacher conference. Oh my god, she took it out on me and my brother. Yeah, and this oh. is the one where they tell you your kid's not doing very well. Ah, uh, she taught special ed, so it was kind of across the board with that. Oh, they're all not doing yeah. very well. Yeah, <laughs> so. But she hated having to go back to school. Yeah. Like, for her, it was like, I already am home. You dread it. What are you telling me? 
I have to go back to school now? Yeah, be like, you call me at 2.15 in the afternoon. Hey, man, can you meet me at the station? Like, no. Nah, no, nah, man, I'm home. Now, me and my brother loved it because we, we had the night to ourselves, you know? <laughs> and uh, so that was great. Like, we got to watch Who's the Boss yeah. and no one was home. Hungry Man TV dinners. Yeah. I know. Fantastic. Uh, everybody, thank you for your phone calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there, and we'll kick off that rock block. It is 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. ZXL Morning when Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, I'm over smiles with you. Smiles with and when you're laughing, when you're laughing, oh, you're laughing, oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through. shining through, when you're crying, when you're crying, you bring on the rain. On Stop, the rain. Your Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again? Happy again. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, keep on smiling, keep on smiling. and the world will smile. Good morning. Uh, great. I'd like my two nuts on Joseph's mom's chin. He couldn't have done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them their breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah! They're not right. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!